0: Greetings, church, and all mankind, I'm Philemon. fellow I was taught by the Spirit of God within me. His message of love, grace, and peace is mine also to you. Today I want to share with you the principle and characteristics of grace. The principle and the characteristics of grace. But first let's open in a word of prayer. Father, we thank you for your Holy Spirit that's within us. Father, we thank you that he is the one that you've sent to educate us. And I thank you, Lord God, that he has. And Father, pray even now that by the power of your spirit, as I share what you've given me to to share, Lord God, that by the power of your spirit, you would let the words that I speak just resonate with the spirit of everyone who hears this message and their hearts and their minds and their eyes, their spiritual eyes would open their ears Lord God and be receptive to hear what you're saying. But Father not just to hear but to abandon the old and embrace the new. Abandon the old way of thinking, abandon the old teachers, ideas and insight for the the spirits wisdom on the matter for the Spirit's knowledge and understanding on the matter. Father, I ask this in the name of Jesus. I thank you for doing this right now and I give you all the praise and the honor and glory. Amen. The principle of grace. The principle of grace is to lift our heavy burdens off of us. That is one of the attributes of grace and its principle to lift the burden off of us. All the way to J- to Jesus, we can gain and surmise an understanding of who God is. We could know what He'll do and what He wouldn't do. We could know what He hates and what He loves. We could please God. We could stay on the track of love and unity of grace and peace and harmony, a track of righteousness. Well, he said for the kingdom of God is righteousness. The kingdom of God is peace. The kingdom of God is joy. We could stay on that track and we could look in scripture and see all the people that God bless and get to know God for ourselves. And even though in our era, it's so much more easier because the spirit of God now lives in us. So we see, here with Adam and Eve again, when God banished them from the garden. The character of grace and the characteristics of grace is always gracious, because though God banished them, he still maintained a relationship with them. We see in the Bible, even Cain and Abel, you see Cain talking with God, telling God, that means Cain was hearing God's voice. And interacting with God in, in speech an invisible God but nevertheless he was doing it saying that you're banishing me from your presence so right there we see God maintain the character of God no matter how people hurt him he maintained a relationship a perfect speaking intimate relationship with them to the best of his ability with sin in their lives still involved in their life again let's look at Cain he put an x on Cain literally saying I'm marking you so that no one's going to touch you he's making a commitment to Cain though he's banishing him God made a commitment to Adam and Eve and we see at the cross he made that very same commitment to all of us again the character of God that's grace in action the characteristics of God in action so let's see the characteristics of God again again now we see Jesus on the cross at the end of his life here on earth they're about to kill him he's looking at the mob of people in front of him having a ball at his death with his punishment and he's saying father forgive them they don't know what they're doing you know Jesus was making an excuse for all of us right there because we know God said when the law came sin came alive and they died sin came alive and they died and now they know what sin was They're his people that set the whole thing up but at the cross and some other time I'll, I'll share why he said that more of what that means But at the cross Jesus said, Father, forgive them, they don't know what they're doing. He chalked it up as that and took all of our sin and all of our burdens, all of our guilt, all of our shame on himself and absolved all of us of our sins. Forgive all of us of, of, of all of our sins, forgive all mankind, he forgave all mankind, of all our sins, never to remember anymore. That's the characteristic of grace that's full and free. A grace that's full and free. Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. At the cross He forgave us all. At the cross He forgave us all. All of our burdens were lifted at Calvary. Through the grace of God. Through the grace of God. Through the characteristic that comes out of the grace of God towards you. And right here again we see Stephen saying the same thing. Let me go back to Jesus because there's something I want to pull out that I didn't say. So the characteristic of grace set us free. And it made a way so that free people could boldly come to God and sit at His feet and sit at His table as a son, as daughters, representing Him in the earth as priests and kings. Why King? Meaning each and every one of us as His King are to govern ourselves, not others. Govern ourselves righteously in the earth just like Jesus did he governed himself amongst everybody he governed himself rightly in the earth he didn't lord over anyone nevertheless he was a king to prove my point we're all God's sons and daughters priests and kings you and I are to govern ourselves not each other Jesus told his disciples before he left, he told them not to be like the leaders on the outside in the world and those that were in the church of that day. He said, amongst yourselves, you're all equals. You must not lord over each other. There were no leader there. They were all equals. They were all brothers and sisters governing themselves righteously in the earth. Nobody should be here telling you, do this and do that and and, uh, Let's pray, no. No, we are to govern ourselves just like Jesus did. He governed himself. He knew Judas was stealing, but he didn't get on Judas' back. He wanted the Spirit of God. He wanted the Word to do the job in Judas' life and liberate him and open his eyes. Not he telling Judas, You need to stop stealing now. I know you're stealing. If you keep it up, I'm going to get you locked up. He didn't do any of that. He left him in the position because he had confidence in the message that he's preaching. He had confidence in the message that he shared with them. And the love that he gave, the love that he showed them. And he governed himself And was sharing the gospel, the truth, the revelation knowledge that came through him. Was sharing it in all confidence that he knows that it will begin to quicken their mortal body, begin to work in them. Somebody may say, but they were old covenant. But time to time, the Holy Spirit spoke through old covenant, worked through old covenant people, spoke to old covenant people. Remember, Jesus told Peter flesh and blood did not reveal this to you it, it was the spirit it was the spirit of the scriptures the spirit of what he was sharing with them who is the spirit of God remember God told us words are spirit and they're life and he was letting his words do the, the work in Judas life not me telling people oh take off your hat and shirt oh you dress too short your sleeves aren't long enough no no the characteristic of the grace of God leaves people alone after planting the seed. They're confident that they could walk away knowing that the word will not return void. It will accomplish what it was sent for to do. Somebody might say, okay, but it didn't accomplish what it was sent for to do in Judas' life. I can't get into it right now, but I'll show you it did another time. When we get there, we'll get there. I'll show you that that word accomplished what it was sent for to do in Judah's life. But none of us really saw it. I didn't see it the spirit of God pointed out to me. There's a difference between reading the word and knowing the spirit, understanding the spirit of the word, the spirit of what's going on in the scriptures. And that is what Jesus intended for us. But we still just stuck on the word. The Word is good. We know the Word is God. But the Word told us, I didn't share everything with you. I'm going to send the Holy Spirit back and He will share all of it with you. The Spirit of the Word has stuff to say to all of us. And in doing so, it's where we build the relationship with Him all over again like Adam and Eve had in the Scriptures before the fall. So let's go to Stephen now. You see as they were stoning Stephen I want to show you what the characteristics of grace how God says Stephen was full of the grace of God and because he was full of God's grace he exemplified the same spirit that Christ had as they stoned him to death before he breathed his last breath he said father lay not this sin to their charge and it says that Paul was there watching on and they were laying their garments, their coats, at his feet. And Paul take up the mantle and started going to hunt down this new church, the church that God established through Jesus by the power of the Spirit of God moving through his disciples. The Spirit of grace that was upon Stephen's life, the characteristics of what he did, bore fruit. Just like Jesus, it bore fruit because he he said, lay not this sin to their charge. It made a way for God to go after Paul. And here it is. They kill one of God's servants, one of God's children, one of God's sons, one of God's priests and king. And because of what Stephen did when he said, Father, lay not this sin to their charge, it left the door open for God to be able to go and shine a light over Paul and turned him from darkness to light and made him continue the mission that Stephen was doing. And he did it with such grace. But I don't want to go away from the point I want to make. I'm talking about the characteristic of grace. Because Stephen said, Father, lay not this to their charge. It produced actions on the behalf of Stephen on God's part because of the love shown in spite of while Stephen was being stoned to go and recruit. This message is to be continued. Once more as you go, I want to remind you I am not your teacher. The Holy Spirit within you is. Why am I saying this so often? Because I don't want you to continue making the same mistakes being led by men and not the Spirit of God within you. This is why I'm encouraging you to pursue getting to know the Spirit of God within you with the same intensity you do going after a soulmate or your career. And the Holy Spirit of God who sees your heart. He can tell if we are serious or committed to knowing Him. Let's put ourselves in His shoe for a moment and we would see how God has to be longing to have a relationship with His children who He created in His image and in His likeness. Please, don't let us delay any longer. Fellow men, I know the spirit of the word have blessed you. So kindly like, share, and subscribe to our podcast by the name, fellow man, God bless you.